What's going on, Military Cash Flow family? And today we're back with another episode. You know what we're going to talk about today, guys? Is how in the hell do I manage stress? I'm for real, man. Everything in life is stressful. Let's be quite honest, right? But as you're an entrepreneur, as you're side hustling, hell, just being in the military, right? Being away from family and friends is extremely stressful, right? So today we're going to talk about exactly how I manage stress and, and some of the top things that I do that at least keeps me stable and keeps me pushing forward to the next day, right? So before we get started, obviously, you know what I want you guys to do. I want you to hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, share the content, all that wonderful stuff. And without further ado, we're going to hop right to it. Hey, how's it going? This is Dan Wynn and Mike Glaspie, and this is the Military Cash Flow Podcast, where we teach service members how to build wealth and create passive cash flow through real estate. We cover real deals, real numbers, and real lessons learned from other successful investors. Now, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, we need you to like, share, and subscribe. Now, let's get started creating this Military Cash Flow. All right, so let's get to it, man. So what do I do to actually manage my stress? Now, this one might sound a little bit of cliche, a little bit uh, kind of broad stroke here, but honestly, my diet, okay? Now, when I think of diet, I'm not talking Whole30, Keto, Paleo, and all these other fad diets that people go in and out of to try to lose weight or restrict you know, their enjoyment in life. Now, when I'm thinking of diet, I think of it almost like a budget, okay? And simply, it's just what I consume. It's what I actually put in my body. I don't really restrict myself. I eat the things I want to eat, but I just make sure that I'm not over consuming in things or overindulging in things that aren't necessarily going to help me or benefit me that actually may kind of decrease my energy, decrease my productivity, keep me foggy and stuff like that. Because obviously, when you're pushing through something and you have no energy, no desire, no enthusiasm about it, it increases that stress level, right? It increases that, that feeling where you're like, man, I don't want to do this shit no more, right? So, so for me, diet is extremely important. Now, what does my diet really consist of? So I actually do eat fairly healthy, okay? Now, I'm not bodybuilder healthy, where it's just meat and, and vegetables and, and white rice and things of that nature. However, I do avoid fried foods. It's not really my thing. Right. So I don't really eat fried chicken, fried mozzarella sticks, uh, you know, things of that nature. Every now and then, every now and then I might, if it's available in front of me and I didn't order it, I might pick up a mozzarella stick or something. But that's not really my go to type of food. Right. I avoid the fried foods. Another thing I avoid is things that are extremely high in sugar. OK, again, this is just my preference, but I don't drink any soda. The one soda I may drink on a whimsical day or whatever, it might be ginger ale, might be ginger ale, but I avoid a lot of the sodas. That's just not my thing. And then I avoid sweets, right? Again, it's not avoiding them because I know that they're bad for me. It's a, it's, I avoid them is because I don't really necessarily like how they make me feel, right? If I overindulge in sweets, I get stomach aches. I feel sluggish. I feel sloppy. So I don't really eat sweets, right? Cakes, candies. It's really not my thing. Okay. Um, and then the last thing that I've really been trying to kind of avoid is processed foods. Now, this is this is recent for me. This is recent. But a processed food is anything made in a factory. So it could be anything from your Quest bars, which are actually healthy, right, to uh, Snickers bars, which isn't healthy and it's still processed. So I, I've been uh, at least more conscious 
about the processed foods I've been putting into my body because I do feel a difference in how I sleep and how I wake up and things of that nature. So now we talked about the things that I avoid. So the things that I actually try to focus on more are uh, those whole foods. And, and even though I'm not uh, doing this whole 30 diet, the whole foods aspect at least provide me with a lot more clean energy. When I say clean, it's just how I feel in the moment, right? So if I wake up and I eat a bowl of oatmeal and I eat some fruit and things like that, it allows me to feel a lot more energetic in the day off of a natural, sustainable energy level, right? Not that high sugar content in cereals or pancakes or Pop-Tarts or whatever, right? And it doesn't feel very heavy as if it was like eggs with potatoes, although that's delicious and I love that. Let's not get it twisted. I'm just saying it doesn't make me feel as heavy. So I'm very conscious about what days I eat, what types of food to really start the day. Same thing in the middle of the day, right? I don't want to eat a huge lunch because it brings my energy down. I want something that's kind of a, a light, uh, airy, right? Again, high in natural fruits and things like that, because that helps me carry on throughout the day. So the diet aspect of it all really allows my energy levels to be consistent which really helps me maintain stress. Because again, if, if you're fighting through things that are already not enjoyable throughout the day and you're trying to force yourself to do it and you don't have the energy for it, what do you do? You reach for the Red Bull. You reach for the extra pots of coffee. You reach for the extra sugar to give you those spurts of energy, which ultimately force you to crash when that insulin spikes and it comes back down. So just by being consistent with the diet allows me to kind of maintain an energy level throughout the day. That's my first step as far as managing stress goes. Now let's talk about tip number two, which is daily activity. Ugh. All right, so this one here, guys, is hit or miss. Now, many of us in the military community or anybody who played sports in high school, we're used to that regimented physical activity. We wake up every morning, we do it because it's mandatory, whatever the case is. We play sports in the afternoon, we go to training. Fitness is a part of our lifestyle. However, the military is known for making things unenjoyable and obesity in the, in the States, in the United States is extremely high as it is. But for those veterans that end up ending their military service and getting out and they're no longer required to be physical, a lot of times obesity kind of sets in, complacency sets in. They're like, yo, I've done this for so long, I'm not going to do it, right? Another problem is many of us were athletic back in the day and we still think for some reason we're athletic today. I'm guilty of it. I can tell you that right now. All my friends will let you know that when we talk sports, I'm going to let you know how athletic I am. And I'm about to come out there and break them ankles. However, every time I my back usually pops, my knee goes out, my neck is in and I'm down for about a month. Right. So it's this mental battle that we have between our old personality and then who we are today. And I just mean previous, not necessarily old, because we're still young, right? We're still young. But we got to think about that, right? So daily activity is something that was kind of pressed upon us. And now we just overlook it. We're like, ah, we're too busy. But honestly, daily activity goes back to the solution for many different things to include depression, which is something that you know, I battled myself. I'm sure many of you have as well, regardless if you want to admit it or not, that's whatever, that's fine. But many of our servicemen and women battle it as well. And they say just going outside and being in the sun helps, right? That vitamin D, it's your skin. It actually raises up some of those natural energy levels as well. And then daily activity. Now, when we're talking daily activity, I'm not saying that, I, and I don't do this, by the way, I'm not a CrossFitter, but I'm not saying go out there and pay 
whatever hundred dollars a month for CrossFit, Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, or something up that's extremely intense. I'm just saying, move your body, right? And so what I like to do is every morning I like to get up and I and I do my thing, right? My thing could be a nice little hit workout in the gym with some dumbbells, kettlebells, and pull-ups, or it could be a walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes, right? The point is you have to get your body moving. You have to get that energy rolling, right? And that in itself, there's a lot of scientific studies behind it. And guys, this is not a physical fitness channel. However, Dan Wynn does know a lot about physical fitness. And I'm sure, I am sure you guys have plenty of people in the, in the community around you that know a lot about physical fitness and they can tell you the science behind it all. I'm not here to tell you the science. I'm here to tell you what I do to help manage my stress, right? And a lot of that has to do around that physical activity. Now, with that being said, there's times where motivation is difficult to push through, right? What do I mean by that? Yo, the alarm goes off. I'm like, fuck that alarm. Like, I don't want to do that. Excuse my language. This is YouTube. I might get banned for it. But you give my point, right? They say, yo, I don't want to get up. Let me just hit snooze. Well, in all reality, it's just the simple consistency in that that allows me, one, to get the physical activity I need, but two, it also sets the stage and sets the standard for the day for me. Because if that's the first little thing I can accomplish, in my mind, that's the first victory, right? And when I feel like I accomplish those small victories, it allows me to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So although there is a lot of science behind why physical activity really does help you manage your stress levels, manage your cortisol levels, in addition to that, it's also that mental challenge that you get to beat every little, every single day, right? That allows you to get motivated to go on to the next step. Now on to step three, which is setting those small goals, right? So we have to understand that everything in life, it's so funny how many of us will say, and I'm sure if you haven't said it yourself, somebody else has said it, as soon as I do this, oh, I'll be good to go. If only I win a million dollars, I will never have stress again in my life, right? First off, that's all bull. It's not how it works. There will always be stress in your life. The good song by, oh, uh, uh, P Diddy back in the day, more money, more problems. It's, it's a true thing. And I hope that was P. Diddy. I'm thinking of the more money, more, uh, uh, the more problems we see. Great song. Old squad. You know, I can't remember too well. I'm getting old. What can I say? But nonetheless, it's true. The more money that you have. Now, these are good problems, right? And the elevation of our wealth and the elevation of us as humans, we want to see those problems kind of progress, right? We want to go from not being able to afford anything, living paycheck to paycheck, to now all of a sudden wondering how the hell can we avoid taxes or well, not avoid taxes, but navigate taxes, right? And so we have to understand that just because money comes in or that's our end objective, that end objective never solves everything. It never solves everything. So hopefully many of you have heard this, and if you haven't, the concept of enjoying the journey is what's truly important, right? Because so many times we're looking at this end objective, let's just say it's a million dollars. I want to get to my million. I want to get to my million. I want to get to my million. So we put our heads down and we grind day in and day out. We let our health go, whether that's through physical activity or diet, we get whatever's convenient at fast food. We let our friends go. We're not worried about personal relationships or even establishing that type of emotional um, balance and, and nutrition, if you will, in our lives. Why? Because we're worried about the end goal. And then all of a sudden we get that end goal. We get that million dollars and we look up, our health is gone. We have to spend that million dollars just to sustain on surgeries or whatever else. We don't have any friends or anybody to share the success with. 
And we realized that we never really enjoyed the journey the entire time. So it's all about enjoying the journey. And how do we do that? It's by setting those small goals. Okay. So let's just say again, hypothetically that the million was out there. Now I got financial goals. I have physical goals. I have everything else, but whatever that final objective is, right? I, let's say it's a million. Well, then the first step to making a million is to make a hundred. Okay. So let's find that small goal to make that first hundred. Hey, I made a hundred by doing this. Can I make that 100 turn into 10,000, right? That's that next small goal. And what that allows you to do is really kind of enjoy the journey, learning process, celebrate those small victories, right? And you know what? Maybe I celebrate it with uh, eating something that I shouldn't eat, right? Or some of those sweets that I don't eat normally. Maybe that's part of my celebration. Maybe, hey, this is time to celebrate. Give me that pizza and them wings because I love pizza and wings and give me some cheesecake on the back end. Now I'm going to feel like crap the next day, but hey, it's part of the celebration, right? And, and again, going back to enjoying those small steps, those small victories allows you to move progressively and not put so much weight on your shoulders for that final goal. And so for me, now I'm guilty of this because in the beginning, I used to only think, hey, I need to get to this, right? A perfect example, as many of you have heard the story, I used to tell myself, I'm going to get to 100 doors in 10 years. 100 rental doors in 10 years. And I put my head down and I looked up and I was at 100 doors well before the 10 years. But the problem was I wasn't satisfied. The money wasn't stabilized. Money was out, money was doing it, but the properties weren't stabilized. The money wasn't just flowing abundantly like I thought it would be. So again, by me being focused on that objective, I didn't enjoy the journey. I didn't enjoy the journey. Matter of fact, I got to the objective and it was lackluster. It wasn't, there was no glitter, no fireworks, right? So it made me really think like, ah, okay, I allowed myself to become mistressed, right? Simply to continue to be stressed. So it allowed me to reevaluate it and learn how to really kind of enjoy that journey, enjoy those small victories, those small goals, all leading up to that final objective. And then once you reach there, all we're going to do is press reset, create a new final objective and continue to move forward. And now the fourth and the final thing that I do really to help manage my stress is I actually give myself some me time. Yes, if anybody ever seen uh, Parks and Rec, when Donna and Tom go out and they treat yourself, right? You gotta treat yourself. You have to give yourself me time. Now here's the best part about this. Me time is literally defined by me. So there is no, hey, for my time off, I need to travel. I need to hang out with friends. I need to go hiking. No, I can do whatever the hell I want to do, how I want to do it, with who I want to do it, when I want to do it, all in that me time. And in that me time, I'm not answering phone calls. I'm not answering emails. And again, guys, this came from, again, a lesson learned because I was doing, I was like, yo, I'm on vacation, but I got my laptop with me. I got my phone with me. I got my second screen with me. Hey, y'all go out. Y'all go to whatever, the cabana down the block to start drinking and stuff. I'm going to finish this up real quick and then I'll meet y'all out there. Hour, hour and a half goes by. Then I finally meet them, you know, friends, tipsy, whatever the case is. They're out there doing their thing. And I'm like, ah, cool. Now I just got to play catch up, right? Or whatever the case is. Oh, y'all already ate. Oh, I'll just get something quick and I'll catch up. See, and, and it didn't allow me to truly decompress or really enjoy the, the time that was supposed to be mine. So when I do me time now, oh, it's my time. I'm putting away all the work and I'm doing whatever I want. And so for, for you, it may be watching TV, watching Netflix, 
maybe watching anime, drawing, playing video games. It doesn't matter. Now, what you have to be careful about, what you have to be careful about is a lot of times that me time can be so fulfilling in the sense that you finally get to relax and let that relax and let that stress go that you're like, you know what? I don't want to go back to that stressful environment. And if you allow that comfort zone to take over and really kind of win, what that allow what what that's going to result in is that now all of a sudden your productivity is going to start slowly decreasing, slowly decreasing, and you're going to kind of convert back to that comfortable state. So you really want to watch out for that, right? And so the way I do it is I block my me time, and it may be a whole day, it may be let's just say Sunday, all Sunday is my me time. But that means when I go to bed Sunday night and I wake up Monday morning. I'm right back to whatever my regular schedule programming may be. Okay. That allows me to really decompress, focus on whatever I need to focus on, focus on just me healing emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is, mentally, physically, right. To allow me to move on to the next thing. So identifying what's important for you and how you recharge is extremely important for uh for the sake of the me time right you might recharge in the gym cool go do your thing you might recharge in the kitchen cool do your thing right find whatever works for you so hopefully you guys got something out of there uh out of this entire video really about how i manage my stress uh, understand guys that stress is a critical ingredient as far as growth goes you need stress in your life but if you allow stress to take over and you're in a constant state of overwhelming stress, it can have uh, extremely impactful um, uh, uh, conditions or results on your physical well-being, right? And your mental well-being as well. So be sure that you're taking care of yourself and you're finding ways to stay motivated through this entrepreneurial journey, guys, because it is a struggle. But guess what? It's a struggle that we chose. So hopefully you guys got something out of this. So without further ado, we're going to let you go. But before you go, one more time, guys, hit the subscribe, hit the like, hit the share, do all that good stuff. And then leave some comments below and let us know what other videos you'd like to, to see, what other things you'd like to understand, how we kind of navigated it ourselves. And hopefully you guys can take something out of it and it might help you out in the future too. Until next time, this is Mike Glassby signing off.